0: Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Now, um, today we'll be reading the Wikipedia page for the Cohen Brothers. So this is another uh, rendition of ASM articles. Before I get into it, um, you may be able to tell from my voice I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, some people say they actually prefer my voice when they're a little bit when I'm a little bit under the weather. Um, I haven't really heard the opposite, but maybe you guys are just very nice. Um, but I'm just saying that if you hear me a little different, maybe that's why. And um, if you hate it, then I'll stop doing it in the future, but I just really want to make sure that I, um, well, then I got this episode out <clears throat> on time. So that's why even though I'm a little sick, I'm, I'm doing it anyway. So anyway, I think that's enough of an intro. For those of you unfamiliar with this series, um, basically we pick um, a person, a place, an event, and we read the Wikipedia page for it or for them, um, or for him or her. And it's just to learn something new together, and it is to um, just pass time. Just pass time together and, and maybe bore you enough where you go to sleep. Maybe you learn something new and you find it very interesting. It can be whatever it is it needs to be for you. Make it whatever you like. So, let's just jump into it. Joel David Cohen, born November 29th, 1954, and Ethan Jesse Cohen, born September 21st, 1957, collectively referred to as the Cohen Brothers, or American Filmmakers. Their films span many genres and styles, which they frequently subvert or parody. Their most acclaimed work... Works include Miller's Crossing, Fargo, which I love the TV show for Fargo, The Big Lebowski, The Dude, No Country for Old Men, A Serious Man, and True Grit. Of all those, I've seen The Big Lebowski almost in its entirety. Um, Fargo, I never saw the film, but again, I've seen all three seasons of Fargo, the TV show. Season 1 and 3, fantastic. Season 2, good, but not great, in my opinion. And uh, No Country for Old Men is also an excellent, excellent film. Somehow I already got lost here. Where did I drop off here? Oh, okay. The brothers write to direct and produce their films jointly, although, until The Lady Killers in 2004, Joel received sole credit for directing and Ethan for producing. They often alternate top billing for their screenplays while sharing editing credits under the alias Roderick Janes. They've been no- that's a weird alias, huh? I wonder where they came up with that. They've been nominated for thirteen Academy Awards together and individually for one award each, winning Best Original Screenplay for *Fargo* and Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay for *No Country for Old Men*. The duo also won the Palme d'Or for *Barton Fink* in '91. The Coen brothers have written a number of films they did not direct, including the biographical war drama Unbroken in 2014, the historical legal thriller Bridge of Spies in 2015, and lesser-known commercially unsuccessful comedies such as Crime Wave, Never Heard of It, The Naked Man, Never Heard of It, and Gambit, Never Heard of It Either. Ethan is also a writer of short stories, theater, and poetry. Their Brothers film No Country for Old Men, A Serious Man, and Inside Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis? I've actually never heard of that film either. I'm sorry, I know I'm not a I enjoy some of their work, but I guess I'm not a big enough fan. L- Inside Lewin Davis, okay, please someone correct me if I'm wrong. Have been ranked in the BBC's twenty sixteen poll of the greatest motion pictures <clears throat> since two thousand. Background. Early life. Joel and Ethan Cohen were born and raised in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, Minnesota, a suburb of Minneapolis. Their mother, Rena, was an art historian at St. Cloud State University, and their father, Edward Cohen, was an economist at the University of Minnesota. Their family is Jewish. <clears throat> when they were children, Joel saved money from mowing lawns to buy a Vivitar Super 8 camera. Together, the brothers remade movies they saw on television with their neighborhood friend. Mark Zimmering, Zimers, or Z- yeah, Zimers, I guess, as they refer to him as, as a star. Their first attempt was a romp entitled Henry Kissinger, Men on the Go. Cornell Wild, The Naked Prey, became their Zimers in Zambia. Weird. I'm, I'm just uh, confused as to the structure of that sentence. Anyway, which also featured Ethan as a native with a spear. Joel Cohen has said, quote, In regards to whether our background influences our filmmaking, who knows? We don't think about it. There's no doubt that our Jewish heritage affects how we see things, end quote. Education. Joel and Ethan graduated from St. Louis Park High School in 19- 1973 and 76, respectively, and from Bard College at Simons Rock in Green in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Joel then spent four years in the undergraduate film program at New York University, where he made a 30-minute thesis film called Surroundings. Even went to Princeton University and earned an undergraduate degree in philosophy in 79. His senior thesis was a 41-page essay titled Two Views of Wittgenstein's Later Philosophy. I took a single philosophy. Let me, okay, let me rephrase. I tried taking a single philosophy course during my undergraduate studies, and um, I, I really did not like it. I don't think I liked the professor who taught it, uh, which may have influenced my decision-making, but I, I think I was there for 45 minutes, and I immediately dropped the class, which at that time there was no financial... Impact You know I would drop the course And then I wouldn't be charged For the course But I ended up Taking one less course Than I was supposed to That semester I just I just did not want to do it Uh, And now we move on to Here we go Personal lives Personal lives Joel's been married To actress Frances McDormand Since 1984 They adopted a son From Paraguay Named Pedro McDormand Cohen Pedro McDormand has acted in several Cohen Brothers films, including a minor appearance in Miller's Crossing, a supporting role in Raising Arizona, lead roles in Blood Simple and The Man Who Wasn't There, her Academy Award-winning role in Fargo, and her starring role in Burn After Reading. Great great film as well. I really liked Burn After Reading. She also did a voiceover in Barton Fink. Ethan married film editor Tricia Cook in 1990. They have two children, daughter Dusty and son Buster Jacob who goes to Vassar College, or Vassar College. Not sure which how you say. Both couples live in New York. So that's a lot of talented film and production uh, quality in that gene pool, it's crazy. Career 1980s. After graduating from New York University, Joel worked as a production assistant on a variety of industrial films and music videos. He developed talent for film editing and met Sam Raimi, the director of Spider-Man, I guess, while assisting Edna Ruth Paul in editing Raimi's first feature film, The Evil Dead. In 1984, the brothers wrote and directed Blood Simple, their first commercial commercial film together. Set in Texas, the film tells a tale of a shifty, sleazy bar owner who hires a private detective to kill his wife and his lover. And her lover, excuse me. The film contains elements that point to their future direction, distinctive hom- hom- homages to genre movies, in this case, more and horror, plot twists layered over a simple story, dark humor, and mise en scene. I always make a fool of myself. The film starred Francis McDormand, who will go on to feature in many of the Coen Brothers films, and Mary Joel, of course. Upon release, the film received much praise and won awards for Joel's direction at both the Sundance and Independent Spirit Awards. Their next project was Crime Wave in 1985, directed by Raimi and written by the Coens and Raimi. Joel and Raimi also made cameo appearances in Spies Like Us, a film in 1985. The brothers' next film was Raising Arizona in 87. The story of an unlikely married couple, ex-convict H.I. Nicholas Cage, and police officer Ed, Holly Hunter, who long for a baby but are unable to conceive. When a local furniture tycoon, Trey Wilson, played by Trey Wilson, appears on television with his newly born quintuplets and jokes that they are more than we can handle, H.I. steals one of the quintuplets to bring, bring up as their own. The film featured Francis McDormand, John Goodman. William Forsyth, Sam McMurray, and Randall Tex Cobb. Good lineup. 1990s. Miller's Crossing, released in 1990, starred Albert Finney, Gabriel Byrne, and John Turturro. The film is about feuding gangsters in the Prohibition era, inspired by Dan, Dan Schills Hammett's novels Red Harvest in 1920 and The Glass Key. The following year, they released Barton Fink, set in 1941, in which a New York playwright, the eponymous Barton Fink, played by John Turturro, moved to Los Angeles to write a B movie. He settles down in his hotel room to commence writing, but suffers writer's block until he's invaded by the man next door. By the man next door, yeah, who's played by John Goodman. Barton Fink was a critical success, earning Oscar nominations and winning three major awards at the 1991 Cannes Film Festival including the Palm d'Or. It was her first film with cinematographer Roger Deakins, a key collaborator, collaborator for the next 25 years. I think that must be a common theme with a lot of these very successful writers and directors, is they, they as I understand, have basically like a core group of people that they work on every single project with. Because um, I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan works the same way, where it's always the same guy doing the score, it's the same guy doing cinematography, it's the same guy doing, you know, set production, whatever, you know, however other many roles there are when when creating a film. Where did I stop here? Okay. The Herdsucker Proxy, co-written with Raimi, was released in nineteen ninety four. In it, the board of a large corporation in nineteen fifty eight New York City appoints a na- a naive schmo as a president, played by Tim Robbins, for underhanded reasons. The film bombed the box office, $30 million budget, ooh, and a $3 million gross in the USA. Even though it featured Paul Newman and Jennifer Jason Leigh, Francis McDormand ap- appears in a brief uncredited role. So that was a massive, massive, massive failure. The Coens wrote and directed the crime thriller Fargo, 1996, set in their home state of Minnesota. Jerry Lundegaard, played by William H. Macy, who has serious financial problems, has his wife kidnapped so that his wealthy father-in-law will pay the ransom. His plan goes wrong when the kidnappers deviate from the plan and local cop Marge Gunderson, played by McDormand, starts to investigate. Produced on a small budget of $7 million, Fargo was a critical and commercial success, with particular praise for its dialogue and McDormand's performance. The film received several awards, including a BAFTA Award and a Khan Award for direction, and two Oscars: one for best original screenplay, and a Best Actress Oscar for McDormand. I should definitely check out the film, because again, the I love the TV show, and I just love the way I don't know if um, people actually talk like that in Minnesota, but they kind of like talk like that, you know? It's almost like, like I don't know, it's like very like nasally almost, and very high pitch. I love it. Like, I, I think it's so endearing. But my question to any uh, listener from Minnesota, how accurate is that? Well, how how, how good is my uh, Minnesotan accent? It's probably bad. No need to reply to that one, actually. How similar are the accents you see on the, on the TV show to how, you know, real Minnesotans speak? Be curious to know. And I just love finding out. I love having these questions, and almost every single time I pose a question, I love uh, getting a response from someone like, hey, you asked this question, here's the answer. I love it. Well, I'm digressing a lot today. Sorry about that. All right. In the Cone's next film, the, big, the black comedy The Big Lebowski, The Dude, played by Jeff Bridges, a Los Angeles slacker, is used as an unwitting pawn in a kidnapping plot with his bowling buddies, played by Steve Buscemi and John Goodman. Despite initially receiving mixed reviews and underperforming at the box office, it is now very well received by critics, and is regarded as a classic cult film. Definitely. An annual fest, Lebowski Fest, began in 2002, and many adhere to the philosophy of Dudeism. The dude! Okay, I won't do it anymore. Entertainment Weekly ranked it 8th on their Funniest movies, movies, movies of the Past 25 Years list in 2008 gates of eden a collection of short stories written by ethan cohen was published in 98 the same year the ethan the ethan the same year ethan co-wrote the comedy the naked man directed by their storyboard artist j todd anderson and now we move into the 2000s the cohen brothers next film oh brother where art thou in 2000 was another critical and commercial success The title was borrowed from the Preston Sturges film Sullivan's Travels, whose lead character, movie movie director John Sullivan, had planned to make a film with that title. Based loosely on Homer's Odyssey, the story is set in Mississippi in the late 1930s and follows a trio of escaped convicts who, after after absconding from a chain gang, journey home to recover bank heist loot the leader has buried, but they have no clear perception of where they are going. The film highlighted the the comic abilities of George Clooney as an oddball lead character, Ulysses Everett McGill, and of Tim Blake Nelson and John Turturro, his sidekicks. The film's bluegrass and old-time soundtrack, offbeat humor, and digitally desaturated cinematography made it a critical and commercial hit. It was the first feature film to use all-digital color grading. The film's soundtrack CD was also successful, spawning a concert and concert-slash-documentary DVD Down from the Mountain that coincided with a resurgence in interest in American folk music. The Cohen brothers next produced another noir noirish thriller, The Man Who Wasn't There in 2001. Set in the late 40s in California, a laconic, laconic chain-smoking barber played by Billy Bob Thornton discovers a way to blackmail his wife's lover and use the proceeds to invest in a dry-cleaning business. The Coens directed the 2003 film Intolerable Cruelty, starring George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones, a throwback to the romantic comedies of the 1940s. It focuses on hotshot divorce lawyer Miles Massey and a beautiful divorcee who Massey managed to prevent from, perceiving, from receiving any money in her divorce. She vows to get even with him while, at the same time, he becomes smitten with her. Intolerable Cruelty received generally positive reviews, although it was considered to be one of the duo's weaker films. Never seen it. So I wouldn't be able to tell you. Later that year, they ex- the ex- they executive produced and did an uncredited rewrite of the Christmas black comedy Bad Santa, which garnered positive reviews. It's interesting. In 2004, the Coen brothers made The Lady Killers, a remake of Ealing Studios' classic. Of the Ealing Studios' classic. A professor played by Tom Hanks assembles a team to rob a casino. They rent a room in an elderly woman's home to plan the heist. When the woman discovers the plot, the gang decides to murder her to ensure her silence. The Coens received some of the most lukewarm reviews of their career in response to this film. Let's see. But... No country for old men released in November 20, 2007 closely follows a 2005 novel the same name by Cormac McCarthy. Vietnam veteran Lewin Moss, Josh Brolin, living near the Texas/Mexico border, well, Texas-Mexico border, stumbles upon and decides to take 2 million dollars in drug money. He must then go on the run to avoid those trying to recover the money, including sociopathic killer sociopathic killer Anton Chigurh played by Javier Bardem, who confounds both Lewin and local sheriff Ed Tom Bell, played by Tommy Lee Jones. The plot line is a return to their noir f- themes, but in some respects it was a departure for the Coens. With the exception of Stephen Root, none of the stable of regular Coen characters appeared in this film. No Country for Old Men received nearly universal critical praise, garnering a 94% fresh rating at Rotten Tomatoes. It won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay, all of which were received by the Coens, as well as Best Supporting Actor received by Bardem. Yeah, good film. Really good film. Uh, let me jump up here a little bit. They have a lot on their Wikipedia page. Burn After Reading, a comedy starring Brad Pitt and George Clooney, was released on September 12, 2008, and portrays a collision course between a gym instructor, spies, and internet dating. Released to positive reviews, it debuted at number one in North America. In 2009, the Coens directed a television commercial titled Air Freshener for the Reality Coalition. They next directed a Serious Man released October 2, 2009, a gentle but dark period comedy set in 1967 with a low budget. The film is based loosely on the Cohen's childhoods in an academic family in the largely Jewish suburb of St. Louis Park, Minnesota. It also drew comparisons to the Book of Job. And now we move on to the 2010s. True Grit, released in 2010, is based on the 1968 novel of the same name by Charles Portis. Filming was done in Texas and New Mexico. Hayley Steinfeld stars as Maddie Ross, along with Jeff Bridges as Marshall Rooster Cockburn. Matt Damon and Josh Brolin also appear in the movie. True Grit was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture. I love True Grit. I think it's just one of those movies, like one of those films I just, I don't know. Like, it takes you to a scene while you're watching it. You, you you sort of block everything else out. At least this was my experience. You block everything else out, and you... you you're totally invested in what you're seeing. You feel like you're there. It's amazing. Ethan Cohen wrote the one-act comedy Talking Cure, which was produced on Broadway in 2011 as part of Relatively Speaking, an anthology of three one-act plays by Cohen. Elaine May and Woody Allen. Inside Lou and Davis, 2013, is a treatise on the 1960s folk music scene in New York City's Greenwich Village and very loosely based on the life of Dave Van Ronk. The film stars Oscar Isaac, Justin Timberlake, and Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, interestingly enough, I had not seen or heard of that film till now. Firegul, a television series inspired by their film of the same name, premiered in June 2014 on the FX network. It is created by Noah Hawley and executive produced by the brothers. The Cohen's most recent film, *Hail Caesar*, is about a "quote-unquote" fixer in 1950s Hollywood trying to discover what happened to a cast member who vanishes during filming. It stars Cohen regulars George Clooney, Josh Brolin, Frances McDormand, Scarlett Johansson, and Tilda Swinton, as well as Channing Tatum, Ralph Fiennes, Jonah Hill, and Alden Einrich. The film was released in February on February 5th, 2016. Never saw it, but that's a it's a great cast. In 2016, the Coens gave to their life's taunt, their life, their. Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Aside from being sick, I'm having trouble. Somehow my sickness correlates to poor reading. I don't know. In 2016, the Coens gave to their longtime friend and collaborator, John Turturro the right to use his character of Jesus, of Jesus Quintana for The Big Lebowski in his own spin-off, Going Places, which he would also write and direct. The Coens have no involvement in the production. In August 2016, the film began principal photography. The Collins first wrote the script for Suburbicon in 1986. The film was eventually directed by George Clooney and began filming in October 2016. It was released by Paramount Pictures in the fall of 2017. And now we move on to planned and uncompleted projects. In a 1998 interview with Alex Simon for Venice Magazine, the Coens discussed a project called The Contemplations, which would be an anthology of short films based on stories in a leather-bound book from a quote-unquote dusty old library. In 2001, Joel stated that a Cold War comedy called 62 Skidoo is one I'd like to do someday. Then do it, Joel. The Coens the had hoped to film James Dickey's novel, To the White Sea. They were due to start production in 2002 with Jeremy Thomas producing and Brad Pitt in the lead role, but it was cancelled when the Coens felt that the budget offer was not enough to successfully produce the film. In August 2015, it was announced that Warner Brothers had optioned the film rights to Ross McDonald's novel Black Money for the Coen Brothers to potentially write and direct. In October 2016, the Hollywood reported that the Coens would not would work on the screenplay for Fox's *Dark Web*, and based on Joshua Bierman's two-part *Wired* article about Ross Ulbricht and his illicit Silk Road online marketplace. They would, would probably kill. Like they would probably do a great job with that story. The project originated in 2013, with novelist Dennis LaHance on board for the screenplay. Shernan Entertainment will produce. Really cool. Really cool stuff. Here I'm moving down a little bit more. Let's see what else we have. Again, they have they have a bunch of. I mean, you know, we just cover the 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 most important parts, let's call it. Uh, well, I guess I'll end with this with collaborators because it sort of gives an idea of who the cohen brothers always work with and it's going back to that that comparison i made with christopher nolan where they seemingly have their own team and i guess nolan has his own group of people that he likes to work with including actors so the cohen brothers often cast certain actors in the films most frequently francis mcdormand steve buscemi john goodman john Polito, and john turturro they've worked twice with jeff bridges and at least three times with michael badalucho George Clooney, Richard Jenkins, Stephen Root, Bruce Campbell, and Josh Brolin. So yeah, that's it. That was the uh, Coen Brothers Wikipedia page on this version or edition of ASM Articles. Again, I hope my um, feeling under the weather didn't affect the episode too much. Um, I'm also having a little more fun with these episodes. I, I sort of was re-listening to episodes in the past and I noticed that a lot of them are you know they're very cut and dry, right It's okay, here's the text and I sort of read them in a very robotic way. I'm trying to sort of incorporate my own uh, commentary in there because um, the show' is becoming more popular and I feel that ever since I started doing this a little more people have responded um, well just listening more and, and giving better feedback so but let me know your thoughts I like to I like to get in touch with with people. I, I enjoy having um you know, exchanges online with people about uh what it is they like, what they don't like, what their suggestions. You know, I'm not a big fan of someone who just types in a comment on YouTube being like, you know, hey this is bad. Well, okay. I mean I'm sorry about that, but I need to know what it is you want, uh, in order to try to uh, please everyone to the best of my abilities. So anyway. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what's going on. If you have any suggestions or comments, you can get in touch with the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. And if you love the show, if it really matters to you, please consider donating. Um, All that information will be available on the show notes or by visiting our website, which is just sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's it for now. Thanks as always for listening and take care. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles. Fala la la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. through 124 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details.